And now, it's time for the Tech EU Drive at 5 with Robin Bouters and Dan Taylor. Let's do this. Well, all right, all right, all right. You have found it. This is the Tech EU Drive at 5. I am your host, Dan Taylor, and we are the George you're looking for. Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen. It is officially... Now, I had a look at the archives the other day. It is officially the 301st. I know, I, I let episode 300 slip by. It's like dust in the wind. All we are is dust in the wind. But it is episode 8 of The Drive at 5. And viva l'Italia. It was the week of Italy. Uh, Robin was off in Milano. Uh, apparently, he brought back more than just some pizza, pasta, and sauce with him. He is flat out on his back, and I believe the head cold season has officially started. So, on a wing and a prayer, I reached out to my one of my best buddies in the world who, uh, I mean, he, he knows a thing or two about the technologies and stuff. Ladies and gentlemen, I'm joined today by the inimitable, and I did get it right this week, this is my good buddy Nick Stevens, who, in his own words designs and builds innovative ecosystems and development programs that span startups, scale-ups, corporates, government, and education to make the world a better place through business. That does actually sound like some pretty cool stuff. Nick, say hello to the uh, the viewers, the listeners, the viewers at home, the listeners at home. Hello to the viewers and the listeners at home. <laughs> it's a beautiful day here in London. It's uh, seven degrees and overcast. You're in, uh, I'm going to do it, I'm going to do my best. Ready? Groningen. Yeah. But, but you know, good try. Groningen. Groningen. That's, oh, my God. He's showing his phone. Wow. It's a lovely day in the Netherlands. But I can stick my head out the window and find out about the weather. Let's talk about what happened in European tech this week. And as I alluded to at the very beginning of the show, which was just seconds ago, it was the week of Italy. We don't really hear too much about Italy, really in the tech world, but that's not to say that there aren't a lot of tech things happening there. Either they're just really bad at press or you don't speak or they install a right wing leader who has ties to Mussolini. Oh, we'll just oh, we weren't gonna go there. Moving moving along. <laughs> well this week Ryan Reynolds got involved in Italy with Bending Spoons, one of the largest investment rounds I've heard of in Italy. And Bending Spoons, is that a Matrix reference? Well, I do you know what, Nick? This is why we're such good friends, because that's exactly the thing. When I read that release, I thought, there is no spoon. What are you yeah. talking about? But Bending Spoons, they brought in $340 million. They got Ryan Reynolds' money, or as I like to know him recently, not Carter. No, he is Carter. No, sorry, he is Carter. That's my little segue. Ladies and gentlemen, if you haven't had the opportunity yet, please do yourself a favor and this weekend watch... Bullet Train, starring Brad Pitt and arguably Ryan Reynolds, <laughs> <laughs> as Nick has done. Nick recently broke his arm. Yeah, thanks for that. Yeah, well, Nick. Nick. Nick is a wounded warrior, and so he's uh, desperately seeking entertainment options. So, ladies and gentlemen, if you've got things, send them to Nick at cloggish.nl. Uh, he'll be happy to ignore your suggestions. To be fair, Dan, they can't be as bad as your suggestion as uh, Bullet Train, which is definitely the most fantastic movie. The most movie. fantastic movie I've ever watched. I totally agree, Nick. It yeah. is it is the most fantastic film you've ever watched. I agree. Before we go on, Bending Spoons, I had never heard of them, but I went over and checked out what they've got. Uh, according to the company, they've clocked over 500 million. Doesn't sound better. Half a billion, yeah, half a half a billion. There we go, half a billion downloads worldwide. They have some ninety million monthly active users, 
that was enough to get my attention. So I headed over. Splice, they offer a Splice, which is a, ve- a video editing tool that, quite frankly, looks hot shit. I was seriously impressed with this thing. And as a uh, recovering professional photographer, I had to take a look at their other offering, which is called Remini. Remini? 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 It's a photo editing tool. But the key one here, and I and I actually did this. I have a photo that my mother sent me years ago of my grandparents. And I scanned it with the app, sent it through. And I'll tell you what, Nick, it did, it did the photo restoration. You know, the thing that in Photoshop would take me hours, uh, layer and masking and correct. And it did it in seconds. So, folks, I'm, I'm not here to plug Bending Spoons because clearly they got enough money. But as far as video and photo editing on your phone, I'm pretty impressed. And, Nick, you know, we were having this conversation just the other day. And maybe you care to chime in here that you're not an iPhone guy, are you? Of course I am. Well, I, I mean, you know, I know you, you're a duck, duck, go kind of guy. And you're a, you know, I mean, folks, Nick talks to me on Signal. He's got his shit locked down. He is secure. Uh, but we were talking about how mobile phone technology has plateaued. Right. If you look at all the updates now, and whether you're an Android fanboy or a, a, an Apple fangirl, it doesn't make any sense, right? The... The actual new and innovative functions and features, especially from a hardware perspective, are not moving, right? Yeah. Uh, Dan, you're running an X. I'm running an 11 Pro, right? And and the new version 14 just came out, and it's like, okay. Yeah. It's good for people like Raf, but uh, I have no need for it. <laughs> I, I like the wallpaper feature. Yeah, right? <laughs> so other than that, um, if you've got a, I mean, proof positive, as Nick just exposed me, I am running four generations ago phone. Remini, Remini, ran just fine. I'll tell you what, though. One thing about this, Nick, that did catch my eye, there's a quote from Ryan Reynolds, right? Big air quotes here from Ryan Reynolds, PR people. And this one I take a little bit of exception with. And it says, quote, I'm excited about what Bending Spoons is building in the creator economy. Their apps enable anyone to become a creative genius with minimum effort. If everyone can become a creative genius, doesn't that dilute the value of the product? Possibly. Um, but what it means is everybody becomes the same level. And I was having this conversation this week with a couple of friends who come from the, the creative artistic sector about you know things like Dali, uh, Midjourney, and you know how easy, big air quotes, it is to make art now, even for a, a, an inept person like me <laughs> well i pointed out it's very easy to let the ai and the meaning to do its job but you still have to give it a prompt and you still have to mm. figure out what it is you want and by the way once you've got one picture try creating another one in the same style Ooh, mm. basically mm. possible so i think what technologies are doing is is, is enabling like 80 percent of people to make stuff that's good enough 80 percent of the time the remaining mm. stuff is going to be the work of professionals forever Well, there you have it, creatives. Uh, Hope and words of inspiration from Nick Stevens. Moving on, because we are, man, we just burned half the show right there. I got to get to some stuff. You got to get to some stuff, Nick. I'm going to skip over Grover. I'll tell you why. Because I'm going to work on it for the big deal at TechEU next week. And honestly, I feel like you talked about them like two weeks ago. Am I wrong? Not two weeks ago, more like two months ago, but... Every time these guys land a boatload of cash, and it's never a little amount. It's never like $36 million, $10 million. I mean, these guys are raking in $340, $270, but it's always accompanied by a heavy amount of debt funding. Right. It sounds like group all over again. 
Well, uh, maybe the same business model, different product offering. But my initial research has uncovered that they've raised a total of $2.3 billion. Uh, are you sitting down, Nick? Yes, you are. Okay, good. No, no. $2.1 billion of that is debt funding. I don't know a lot about the ins and outs of funding, I'll be honest there, but that doesn't sound awesome. I know they all do it. Everybody's hedging their bets. You got to, you know, it's the old adage. You got to have money to make money, right? So they take out a loan and they take out another loan and they take it. But when 90, I'm not a mathematician, but 92.78% of your funding is loans or debt funding in this case, Right, and I get it. Money is cheap, or, or it certainly was cheap six months ago when they were probably lining these deals up, of course. Mm -hmm. uh, and that's going to change real fast. In fact, wait, you're in the UK. How much is the pound worth today? Moving on. Right, so so uh, stacking up a war chest, I get it, right? Yeah, yeah. Um, but the problem is, can they outlive the, 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 the pain of what's coming in the financial markets for long enough? Agreed. The thing about Grover is, do you know who they are? Do you know what they do? Of course, rental of tech kit. Can I be honest with you? I only knew that because I looked at the website 10 minutes ago. Having lived in the Netherlands <laughs> 10 years, I've never heard of Grover except from your very keyboard. Well, interesting market data right there. Instead of buying a MacBook Pro, you can rent it from them. Instead of buying a cowboy bicycle, which you shouldn't, you should totally buy an Ampler bicycle because they're far superior. I heard you can rent it from them. And I'll tell you one thing, Nick, the thing that every single time I write about Grover, guess what the first tech product I'm looking for is? AirPods Pro, which you can rent for just 11 euros 90 per month for 12 months, making them more expensive than buying it. Ooh, that will be covered in the big deal. Yes. But of course, I'm looking for the PlayStation 5 because it's on scarcity right now. Even if I sold Nick Stevens' broken left arm, I still couldn't afford a PlayStation 5. But Grover doesn't have PlayStation 5s. You're right, Nick. Doing the math, the cost of rental is more than it would cost to buy them up front, which I guess is where Grover's making the profit. Well, so what I what I figured out this whilst you were uh, explaining that is obviously I, I picked a stupid uh, product, but it's the first one on their website. And if you only need AirPods Pro for six months, mm. Then you can probably better rent them than buy them because the depreciation will uh, be probably fifty percent, right? Sure. But of course, then Grover gets to reuse that one pair over and over and over again. So that's mm. that, that's where that market. There's fodder for my article coming up on Tuesday, Nick. I know that you've got some some stuff you want to talk about, so I'm just going to do this real quick. Satispay raised a bunch of money, became Italy's second unicorn. Coincidentally, while Tech Chill Milano was happening, coincidence? I think not. Moving on, Nick, you wanted to talk about something near and dear to your heart this, this, that came out this week, and that is? Well, it's uh, uh, actually one of your articles I picked up about uh, a company called 1.5. They uh, uh, caught my eye because they're you know, literally about making the world a better place through packaging, and uh, we all know packaging is, is, is a problem. Yeah. It's very necessary, admittedly, but we need to do better. Uh, it's something that I spend uh, some of my professional time and energy on and, uh, you know, seeing them pop up with uh, with news that you're about to tell us about was yeah. uh, interesting for me. Do you have it in front of you? Let's see how I do. Ready? I feel like this is game show trivia question time. Judges, can we have 60 seconds on the clock? All right. So 1.5 raised 10.5 million. They are founded by two uh, former Infarm execs, the CMO and the former ch uh, chief somethings. I don't remember. But they are basically, to put it in the Queen, not in the Queen's English, 
they're doing some seriously high level science shit with coatings and materials packaging and i do remember if i if if memory serves they're starting out they've got a pilot program running right now or or soon to run in the asian market where they want to replace the single use uh, sachets and you know my american english british english i know sachet means something to you but to american it means like it's a dance move you know you sachet uh, up the middle and dosy dough so i had to go look up sachets and basically what that is are the and because i just had chips or fries shall we say last night with my dinner and i nick do you, do you what do you put on your 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 fries your chips salt vinegar pepper Okay, that's with a fish and chips. Damn. Uh, it, it, okay, I, I'm a mayonnaise person. I knew you were going to get me to say that. I put mayonnaise on my fries. I put them next to my fries. Well, yeah, yeah, but you have mayonnaise with your fries. Yes. Good man, good man. Okay, so all of those little packets that you get your mayonnaise, your ketchup, your mustard, your relish, your single-serving toothpaste, uh, basically those things are killing the planet as evidenced by a Reuters. I believe it was Reuters. Yes, yeah. he's nodding at me. Yes, Reuters survey that said pretty much the same that uh, we're all fucked unless we stop using this shit soon. And 1.5 is on it. Judges, how'd I do? Yeah, pretty, pretty good. And um, if uh, by chance anybody from 1.5 is listening, uh, I, uh, I took a look at their own website to, to find out more, obviously, from your article, Dan. And um, I actually had to dig a little deeper to understand what they really did. So uh, uh, I'd encourage them to have a look at their front page and just really make it clear how awesome your business is going to be for the world and the planet and the future. Hey, 1.5, that one's for free. Nick, we are running out of time. According to my clock, we are almost over time. Do you have any thoughts for the folks at home on their drive at five or whatever the heck else they're doing right now? Yeah, Dan, the folks at home want to know, what are you drinking? Because it's beer o'clock. It, it, you know what? It's not beer o'clock. Now. Well, I mean, it's beer o'clock somewhere. Jeez, why didn't we have a beer while we were doing this? It's beer o'clock by the time we uh, air this. And, uh, well, you know what? I'm, uh, I'm, I tell you what, Nick, I keep it simple. It's, it's, a, it's a pint of Guinness for me. How about you? What's on tap? See what I did there? Yeah, for me, it's uh, oxycodone. All right, just do not mix the oxycodone and the pint. Okay, good. He's nodding his... It's one or the other way. He's shaking his head. Right. Okay. Ladies and gentlemen, that is it. That is all the time we have for the drive at five. I have been joined by the inimitable, and I got it right, Nick Stevens this week. On behalf of both of us, have a great weekend. We are out of here. This is the part where you say something funny, Nick. Say something funny, Nick. I knew he was going to do that. (laughs) Yeah.